Well, an easy day if you're an Ohio State Buckeye fan, but uh, not an easy day if you're a Michigan fan, and it may not get any easier for the Wolverines as uh, this Spielman and Hooley podcast number 11 takes place, Chris, with the Wolverines struggling to hang on at home against Army. You used to say, uh, don't sleep on Arm- uh, don't sleep on Navy when Ohio State played him. I guess uh, you should have warned Michigan, don't sleep on Army. Well, especially after the great year that Army had last year and the difficulties that defending the triple option and, and what kind of problems that causes uh, defenses and defensive coordinators because they never see that. The most interesting thing to me is how inept the Michigan offense is against a, uh, a bunch of hardworking, tough guys in Army. But frankly, a lot of those guys, the only Division One opportunity to play football is Army. And they're getting manhandled up front. The funniest tweet I saw all day was from someone who said, yeah, well, Army does pay all their players. So, (laughs) (laughs) And thank goodness for that. Yes, and thank goodness for that. All right, well, thank goodness for Justin Fields. Man, oh, man, is he good. Uh, A tough day for Luke Fickle in the stadium. The game is actually not wrapped up yet. We wanted to get our podcast out quickly. Uh, With Chris in Minnesota joining me on the phone. He's doing the Falcons and the Vikings tomorrow. But uh, Justin Fields... Early on, Chris, uh, just great with his legs, great with his arm, and you tweeted the Ohio State wide receiving core is so deep it's almost unfair to the opponents sometimes. Well, it is unfair, and I'm not just talking about the production. I'm talking about the ability to run routes, to adjust to the ball in the air, the recognition of certain defense and when to sit it down and when to keep running, finding holes, uh, securing it and making the catch with their hands as opposed to body catching. The Garrett Wilson touchdown where yeah. Justin Fields has this chemistry to throw it up, trusting that he's going to go get the 50-50 ball, the improvement of Benjamin Victor. Uh, all these guys are just amazing. The, the block that Austin Mack threw downfield to spring J.K. Dobbins for a 60-yard run. All this stuff is just uh, an amount of depth that they have. It's really, really, really difficult to defend. And I like the fact because of Justin Fields' strong arm, You know what he does? Bruce, he makes you defend the whole field. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these college guys, we only give them, coaches only give them one side of the field to read. If it's not there, run it. This guy makes you defend the whole field because of his strong arm. And more importantly, I've been so impressed with his accuracy. Uh, I'll tell you what, are you at, uh, are you at a place, uh, maybe your brother's house where you have a landline? Um, if you're All not, right. that's fine. If you uh, you're you're popping a little bit on the audio, we're still recording, we're still rolling with okay. the podcast. This is how we go. But I I just think for the rest of the podcast, I don't know, maybe try it on speakerphone. Maybe your mouth's a little bit All too right. close to me. Hold on, this is a first. How about time. now? Is yeah, that better right now? Yeah, okay. I think that's a little bit better. Uh, we'll try this. Well, I, I, here's the deal. I got so excited that I put the phone so close to my mouth, I almost ate the phone because <laughs> I'm talking about the excitement of what this kid can bring to Ohio State football. Well, we will uh, persevere through all the technical issues. I think what you have to say is more important than maybe how he, yeah. people hear it because we do want to give people our instant reaction to Ohio State. What looks like it's going to be a 42 nothing final today in the horseshoe. Look, Luke Fickle needed a lot of breaks today. Cincinnati is going to need a lot of breaks to keep it close. They needed the kind of break they got on the first series of the game where Ohio State was rolling. They got a holding penalty, put them in a long yardage. Luke allowed them to complete the pass underneath. They needed that. They didn't get it right after that. I thought a big mistake by Cincinnati, their uh, punt receiver – 
let Chris Olavi run down, cover the punt at the one-yard line. Chris, Cincinnati is not going to drive 99 yards on Ohio State today. It just made it a very tough way for them to start, and it got tougher from there. Uh, on on the road, yeah, and it's clearly outmatched, and it's a numbers game. They just they cannot handle the depth of the Ohio State defensive line. I mean that that continues to impress. And when you run those kind of numbers with that kind of talent, it's really difficult to even get any type of movement on the ball. This defense is totally different than last year. It's just amazing to watch these guys. And last year at times it seemed like the guys were wearing cement shoes when they were playing. This year, they are flying to the football. They're not playing with bots. They're just playing on instincts. <clears throat> Excuse me. Chase Young gets double teams. He learns how to split double teams. The inside guys, I just name the whole list. I'm just going to say the group, are fierce pass rushers on the inside. They put constant pressure on you. Malik Harrison's a future NFL player. Pete Warner's steady. Baron Browning, Tuff Borland. All these guys are playing at a very high level. And when you play this zone defense, when you mix it with man, because Ohio State did play some man, but when they play zone, it allows you to play faster in the run game. Well, uh, Justin Fields today ends his day 20 of 25, 224 yards passing, two touchdowns through the air. He also rushed it nine times for 42 yards, had two touchdowns on the ground. Uh, I remember years ago on season opening weekend when Appalachian State played at Michigan, and uh, Appalachian State blocked a Michigan field goal attempt at the end to preserve a victory. Army is sending its kicker out onto the field in Ann Arbor, ready to kick a field goal uh, to maybe beat Michigan. Uh, Army, Latchin State, and I don't know if you have a car to get out and dance around or not. If this kid hits his field goal, uh, Michigan is going to go down at the big house to Army. So we're watching it live, and I'll give you the uh, play-by-play, which is definitely against FCC rules. The kick is up. And it is no good. We are headed to oh, overtime in Ann Arbor. Oh, but, I'm, but I'm not sure Army is a team you want to go into overtime with. <laughs> exactly. Uh, maybe Michigan will get a help by field position and be able to put one in there. But uh, their offense, and I and I'm not, I don't want to make excuses for it, but Joel Platt was on a broadcast earlier saying it does. there's an adjustment period when your offensive philosophy switches. And it looks like Michigan still needs a lot of adjustment right now. But I'm yeah. going to say they're going to get better by the end of the year. You know what, though? Uh, doesn't need to be or can't doesn't shouldn't be blamed on, uh, you know, their offensive oh, problem. Oh, no. Their offensive problems should not be blamed on the change to Josh Gaddis as offensive coordinator. It is at the root level. It is football 101. If you can't move the other team up front, you can't win the football game. And they can't move Army. They're not moving Ohio State if they can't move Army. Yeah, that's a great point. I saw you put that out on Twitter, and I agree with you. And we'll have enough time to diagnose um, uh, our, our Michigan as they move forward. I, I do want to get back to one point about the Ohio State defense and the zone defense. Yeah. I don't know if you saw a tough Portland's interception. I did. Okay, that was zone in, in, in the red zone. Usually teams like to play man down there. But I think one of the things that I'm seeing is this team is a smart football team. And when you play zone defense, you're just it's a form of man because you're playing a man that comes into your zone. I believe that was Wade that deflected the football, if well, I'm not mistaken. I think actually the Cincinnati kid, it was one of those things that got into his body and came off and Sean Wade was in the vicinity. I don't know yeah. if Wade deflected it, but it was still really okay. good coverage by Sean Wade. And Tuff yeah. Boyle was right there to pick it off after it deflected yeah, and, and, and so that's the reason 
that you can do a lot of those things. And the guys are taking it from the meeting room to the practice field to the game field, and they're playing fast. And I think that a lot of times uh, guys are so relieved when you don't have to worry about man, 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 because it constantly puts pressure on you when you play so much man defense. But when you're able to make zone there, it allows 11 guys to play freer. Because that man, your back seven, your first focus is my eyes got to be on my man. If it's a pass, then my eyes can never go back into the backfield or I will be beat. And so we're seeing that. And the guys are playing so fast right now. Does it seem to you yes. they're playing at a different speed on yes. defense than they it did last they're year? Re- they're reacting and not thinking. And I don't know last yeah. year what it was, whether I just have those visions of Anthony McFarland of Maryland like running free against Ohio State and all the chunk plays, K.J. Hamler and others. It was plays of 30 yards or more, which were just so routine against Ohio State this year. Now, listen, I know uh, Cincinnati and Florida Atlantic is not, you know, a Big Ten opponent. I get it. Right. Indiana, they get a Big Ten opponent next week. We'll see what they do against Indiana. And Indiana's not a frontline Big Ten opponent. Uh, but, you know, uh, listen, you know good when you see it. You know bad when you see it. And yeah, there's no exactly. doubt that this is a much better defensive team. Well, what I see is NFL players future NFL players. That's what I see. Now, they're going to be tested, and they're, you know, obviously I think the team to be concerned with now, if you've been paying attention, is Maryland. Yeah, 63 to to 20 against against number 21 Syracuse. Yeah. I mean, they can put points on the board, and they have athletes. So, I think athletically, when we talk about that, that Maryland uh, team will be the, the most difficult matchup that Ohio State faces athletically in the Big Ten. At least right now, from what I've been seeing from from Maryland, but I, the offensive line, Bruce. Let's go there real quick. Yeah, I thought they were outstanding today. I really did. Run blocking, pass blocking. I think they were very consistent. Uh, I give them an eight out of ten. The thing I like about them are these guys are playing with a little bit of nastiness, a good nastiness, not dirty, not cheap, but they're learning how to finish blocks. And the pass protection was outstanding. And just to nitpick a little bit, you go to Justin Fields. I think the one thing Justin Fields needs to improve on, uh, he's taking sacks when he doesn't need to take sacks. Right. They got away. They Justin got away with one when he took a sack when Ohio State was going in for their last touchdown. They got that offensive holding call, which or defensive holding call, which was a bad call. But he took a bad sack there, a really bad sack. And and uh, I think he will continue to learn from that and improve from that. But overall, I think the offensive performance, I feel so much better about this week than I did last week. And I don't, do you? I just think I see continued growth. I don't think they've shown yeah. everything they have to show. Urban Meyer made the point on the Fox Big Ten kickoff show that Ryan Day was able, because of the wide margin and the quick uh, getaway against Florida Atlantic, to keep some things in his pocket. I think he was able to keep some things in his pocket today for Indiana. And honestly, Ryan Day's an offensive, innovative guy. He's going to always have wrinkles and twists and variations on the things that he does. I think Justin Fields looked better this week. I saw more throwing out of him. I didn't know whether to you know overvalue his throwing skills last week or not because Florida Atlantic didn't cover. Cincinnati didn't have as many coverage busts as Florida Atlantic, and I was very impressed with what I saw to Justin, but you're right. The clock in his head needs to speed up. I think that, Chris, is a factor of the kid is so good and he's had so much success and he believes in his legs so much, he's going to have to figure out when's a good time for that and when's not a good time for that. Yeah, I, that, that just comes with experience, and the one thing that from Ryan Day – that I don't want to see happen is him take unnecessary hits. Uh, he he does he needs to avoid that. 
And I do believe that he is a quick learner and he wants to learn and he wants to get better. And why I believe that, Bruce, is because I've seen growth and improvement from week one to week two. Now, I get the competition. I think Cincinnati, you know, Cincinnati is not as bad as they were today. Or maybe Ohio State's that good. I, I don't that, know. I think Ohio State's that good. I really do. I, I do, too. I, and guess, and I just tweeted out uh, during the game, and I don't know if you saw this tweet or not, the guy that's going to make a, a difference in this season is Master Teague. Somewhere along the line, he's going to make a difference because he's going to earn more and more carries. And he looks more comfortable, and he looked more explosive today. The thing I like about Master Teague is he's a different kind of a back than J.K. Dobbins. And you talk about J.K. Dobbins today, 17 for 141, two touchdowns. I believe he had all 141 in the first half. Uh, Michigan State, I'm trying to remember, was it uh, Lorenzo White and Blake Ezor in your day? Uh, yeah, hit you very with, well. Hit yeah. you with that second guy in the third quarter when when Lorenzo White started to wear on you, and maybe Lorenzo White needed a blow. High State can do that with J.K. Dobbins and Master Teague, and I like the difference in their styles. In that, you know, it's not that Dobbins is not physical, but I'd say Teague is more physical. Master Teague, sixty yards with eleven carries today. He's the kind of a guy that I think can be really effective for you as a change of pace back in the second half. Yeah, well, I I think this the one thing I don't know if a change of pace back or just like the NFL and. Again, going back to compare Ohio State to an NFL team, and, and I'm not doing it in a derogatory way. I'm doing it in a complimentary way. Is what does the NFL have? You and I talked about this on the podcast quite a bit. They have always two, two guys. Yep, always, always two guys. And and to me, Master Teague today established himself as the number two back and an effective one. The thing I love about him, it's one cut north and south. Yep. <laughs> There's and I I love that about a player in. He almost seems like, to me, that he gets stronger with the more carries, the more hits that he takes. He's one of those rare guys. Yeah, he is. Ohio State final 42 to nothing today. It's easy. They play uh, play Indiana next week. The other thing you got to love about it, uh, Benjamin Victor, Chris Olave, K.J. Hill, Austin Mack, Garrett Wilson, all guys you expect to make an impact in the passing game, every single one of them with a catch today. K.J. Hill led the way with eight catches for 57 yards. Benjamin Victor, Benjamin Victor looks just a little bit different to me this year. He looks like he's got a little bit more quick to him than he did a year ago. Oh, I, I, it's funny. I was just telling Rick this on the drive-in. I was actually watching the game on the phone, and I said, "He doesn't." I said, well, "One guy that I really like, Rick, and he's gotten better and better. He's a big, tall kid, and it's filling out. But his hands—I like how he's catching the ball. Two years ago, I didn't like how he's catching the ball. He was body catching. What I see Benjamin Victor do now." It snatched the ball with his hands and real strong hands. His transition from catch to run is nice and smooth, and he's very elusive for a tall guy. I mean, he has great well, – he was about ready to get a shot on the sidelines, on the Ohio State sidelines yeah. right there early in the game. And you see him kind of step and avoid those two guys. Yeah. So he's got really good quickness and solid hands and such a big target. And as the season goes on, you know, we talk about what makes a good receiver. Well, tomorrow, I'm going to cover the best 50-50 receiver in the game in Julio Jones. He takes 50-50 balls and turns them into 80-20 balls. Well, I think that's the type of player that uh, Benjamin Victor can be. Hey, while we're on the NFL and while we're on wide receivers, and uh, as I uh, try to figure out here what Michigan's going to do on its first overtime possession after Army has punched it in to take a, uh, with the extra point, 21-14 lead, 
over Michigan at the big house. Uh, Antonio Brown released this morning. Uh, the Raiders end up owing him no money. They paid him no money because of the way they structured yeah. the contract. Antonio Brown's, I guess, future in the NFL. I wouldn't touch him. Uh, somebody will. I was going to say, think. but you know someone will. How about him in a Bengals helmet? Well, you know, Jerry Dulac of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette tweeted today, three teams dumb enough to pick up Antonio Brown. He had the Bengals, the Cardinals, and I think the Jets were his third team. Don't quote me on the third one. I know he had the other two. Yeah. Well, Why would Jets John Dorsey not want him, Spiels? I, I, John Dorsey on line one. No kidding. Uh, well, I think, I think they're doing okay with, with uh, Landry and OBJ. He's, it's just I don't understand what's going on with him. I really don't. Uh, I do think that some of the players in Oakland were getting tired of it. Yep. And Antonio Brown, his behavior has been the classic one, two, three, me instead of the one, two, three team. Yeah. He's put himself above this. This was never about being paid fairly. This was about I, 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 I don't know. I don't know if there's something wrong with him. I don't know if, uh, if he's not thinking straight. I just don't know because I cannot explain the behavior. I don't think we've seen behavior like this from a modern-day receiver. Uh, and that's saying something, given how diva receivers I, I, yeah. can be. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, he's talking about his helmet, and he won't come to practice. And, and he's freezing his own uh, feet in the cryogenic yeah. tank. I, I just, you know, I, I just don't know. So if I'm uh, – if he signs with the team – I mean, I'd be willing to almost take him on if it's for minimum, but there's no way he's going to play for minimum. And, and the, the, the most questionable thing about it, Bruce, is he left $30 million on the table. Well, you $30 have, million. You're at the point now where you have to question whether he wants to play the sport. Yeah, he walked away from $30 million. Yeah, maybe he was looking for a way out where that, that might be it. I, I don't know. I just think his behavior is everything that you don't want in a player. Everything that you don't want in a player. Take me inside how Fox does NFL games now. You guys had uh, er probably everything planned out in your meetings yesterday. This story happens today. You tomorrow have Julio Jones, who just got a big deal today. He's probably the highest-paid wide receiver in the NFL. Uh, Will you bring the Antonio Brown story into what you do tomorrow? I think our focus is mainly on our game. Uh, If it gets out of hand or it's a lopsided score, then we can start talking about news and stuff. Shannon might have it in one of her reports because Julio Jones did sign his contract today and it might be a comparison of how to handle a contract situation. Handle it like Julio, don't handle it like Antonio. So uh, I don't know. I'm prepared to talk about it. But usually our focus is on our game. The best tweet I saw was, or the quote from John Gruden. He said, hey, I got to meet Antonio. Uh, I never got to meet Khalil though. (laughs) Wow. Well, uh, that's going to definitely be in the headlines. Let's work our way back to Ohio State and Cincinnati right now, 42 nothing final at the stadium. Uh, we talked a lot in the build-up to this game about Luke Fickle. It certainly didn't go the way Luke wanted it to go. If you're Luke and you're talking to your football team after this game and you're going forward, what is Luke Fickle's approach to this uh, game today in Ohio Stadium? We're one and one We're going to get ready and get better for league play. And our goal has been at the start of the year, to win the American. That's it. That's our goal. That's what we're going to do. We're going to learn from this and get better and get ready to win our league. That's it.
Get on a bus. Let's go. Was there anything yeah. he could have done today? He didn't. I, I, no. I just. I don't think there was anything he could have done. His quarterback got hurt early. I thought they'd have trouble protecting. They did have trouble protecting. We talked about the defense. We didn't talk about the pass rush, which is not a surprise yeah. given the talent up there. But man, oh man, the pass rush. I, I just look. I'm. I, I've never been a homer. I'm not trying to be a homer. I'm trying to tell people what I really think. And I just look at this team. And I think you're going to have to be able to cover one-on-one on the edges to beat Ohio State. I think you're going to have to have a pass rush that doesn't give Justin Fields all day. Your linebacker is going to have to be able to run to keep up with him when he does break the pocket. And offensively, you're going to have to be able to score. And when I describe that team, I'm not, in my opinion, describing any team on their regular season schedule. So the, the biggest one, uh, we'll see with Maryland. I mean, I, you just I'm not saying Maryland's the team, but certainly I think every Buckeye fan's radar should be up on Maryland right now. Well, I think I it really will be after that. their yeah. teams. The team's radar will be up after last year. Yeah. It's getting wiggling off the hook on the two point yeah. conversion. Yeah, here's the thing, though, Bruce. I, I think I think this that you know Ohio State is good at every position, both offense and defense. Not only are they good, they good. They're very deep, and Ryan Day. We can talk about his offensive ingenuity, and um, we can talk about uh, how he's bringing Justin Fields along, and you know how the uh, wide receivers are great, and Ryan Day obviously has a hand on that. The thing about Ryan Day is the best sign of a great coach to me is this: when you have talented players and you maximize their talent and you get them to play at a high level week in and week out. That's what Ryan Day has proven to me. These guys are playing at a high level so early in the season that, uh, you know, he might be something special. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't want to, you know, overstate it or say, well, oh my gosh. And well, there's a sustainability factor to it, too. I mean, Urban put it on a tee for him, and he's maximizing yeah. that. So we're going to have to, I mean, I think the three year outlook is the is the time where you say, yeah, they got somebody special here. Yeah. You referenced that Maryland game. Uh, the advantage that Ohio State will have going into that one is they have an off week the week before. It does follow uh, consecutive games. After they got Indiana next week. Then they got Miami at home on the 21st of September. Then they go at Nebraska, Michigan State at home, at Northwestern, Wisconsin at home, off week before Maryland. Those are five pretty tough reasonably tough games for Ohio State to have to deal with in the Big Ten. And that's where injuries could show up or the cumulative toll of you play a team one week, you get beat up that week, you're not quite as fresh, not quite as fast the following week. Well, yeah, but uh, another thing about being fresh, one a luxury that Ohio State has, and I keep going back to it because so many few teams have it, is the depth on their football team. And so they were able to keep guys fresh. You know, you were able to have uh, Master T come in for J.K. Dobbins and get a bulk of the carries in the second half. You were able to roll nine wide receivers in and out of there, 12 defensive linemen in and out of there. The whole key to this right now, the whole key to everything, is if you can keep those five guys up front healthy. Yep. And, and that, you know, I, I, I know that, that's kind of a, a cliché, but the Rams were the only team last year in the NFL to start all five game, all five guys for the uh, 16 games. And there's a reason, and throughout the playoffs. That's so rare to do. And back in 2016, the Falcons, when they went to the Super Bowl, were the only team in the league to start all five guys on the offensive line each and every week. 
Well, and I think, too, it's uh, pretty obvious you have to keep uh, number one healthy on the offensive side. I mean, he's well, that, I mean, he's yeah, special, I, I, and yeah. uh, and he's looking more special every week. So we'll see. It's Ohio State-Indiana next week from Bloomington. Spiels has the Falcons and the Vikings tomorrow. Browns open the season tomorrow. Mike Vrabel, see if he can fare better than Luke Fickle. This is the uh, episode 11 of the Spielman and Hooley podcast. We hope you subscribe on all your favorite platforms. We appreciate the time today. Spiels, we're going to turn you loose to get ready for your game. Buckeyes 42 in the uh, Cincinnati 0 today. Buckeyes rise to 2-0 on the season. And Spiels, I will see you Monday, and we'll do it all over again. You got it. Thanks. All right, folks, have a great night. Enjoy your Saturday, and we'll talk to you again next week.